We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Jack's Rambies After Dark. It's an early after dark. The Portland Trailblazers wrap up a 122-112 win over the Memphis Grizzlies to start their three-game road trip and have what is easily their best win of the season, their best road win of the season. One of the best inspirational performances of the season. Uh, And because it's an early game and it's not going to have a guy up at 4 o'clock in the morning, we've got Brandon here for a Jack (laughs) Ramsey's After Dark. Uh, B, I mean, that's, that's the... That's the best game of the year, right? Yeah. Like there's, there's, I mean, no, look, there's no there's no fans buzz about it, right? Yeah, I mean, they had a great start to the season. The Phoenix game was fun with Ant and the Sky Hook. Uh, you know, the, the Dallas win not that long ago was fun. This is easily, to me, the best win. Um, they, they showed a lot tonight. And they showed so much that you're kind of like, I think you walk away and you go, man, I know Dame had 40, and he's on a hot streak right now. But the way Ant <laughs> yes. played in the second half, I thought the way Drew and Gary made their impacts felt in the second half, uh, you just had a collective effort. I mean, Shaden had a little run there offensively. I thought Trenton was in the right spots in, in, in some moments in the second half. Yeah. It kind of makes you just go, where's this team? Where's that team? Um, we'll see if they carry it over to the rest of the road trip. But, man, what, what, a, what a gutsy, tough third and fourth quarter by this team. They got down a couple different times, and you, you kind of thought, here it is. Here goes the run. Here's where the Grizzlies separate themselves, and Dame has a great game. And nope, Ant comes in. Ant gets it going despite the foul trouble he got into in the first half. Dame was cooking all night and answered almost every big moment. And they had some really key defensive stops. Memphis has been struggling in the stretch now, but you still got to give a lot of credit to Portland's defense. That tonight, I don't care what the number is, that tonight was good defense by them. Yeah, and that's the thing is I think that if you, you take a look at how this game started, um, people got a little worried right out of the gate. Portland looked like they weren't <laughs> they weren't they weren't there. Yes. Um yes. but you saw the compete level. Mm-hmm. And with that, I think that was what kind of set the tone for the night. Uh Nurk's gone after three minutes, actually two minutes and twenty nine seconds to be exact. So he didn't play tonight. Uh, it, it's insane as this is. Was a minus five in his two and a half minutes tonight. <laughs> Let's not do the plus I, minus. I, I just no. I just looked and I was like, "Wow, uh, just just that just 
It was an emphasis on how rough the start was. <laughs> like, but they got out. They generated some points off turnovers. They got some points in the paint. Yep. Knocked down enough threes. Like, the end of the quarter, you're okay. You know, you get to the end of the first half. Uh, after getting down a little bit again, claw right back in. You're down five at the half, and you're shooting 36% at the half. I mean, you, you look at where they were. Jeremy had led them in points at the half with 18. And he did uh, it with what appears to be a minor, like, concussion, headache or yeah. concussion, whatever he wants to call it. He said in the postgame he's not in concussion protocol. Yes. But, I mean, uh, but he got his really bell good. rung, but he, and he yeah. stayed in after that, finished the half out. He had a great half. Mm-hmm. Um, Dame had a, well, a good scoring half, 16. Didn't break 20 and a half, coward. Um, how dare he? How dare he? Um, but he was just getting the line. Nobody was really shooting well. Blazers are six of twenty-two from three at, at the half. Um, Ant had been in foul trouble, and he had a little bit uh, of a sloppy um, ball control issue. Had three turnovers, and you're like, ah, you know. It, he gets into the third quarter and picks up another foul early, and you kind of wonder, oh shit, what's Portland going to have to do? Yeah. Uh, but I thought the Blazers they they only lose the the, the uh, quarter by a point uh, coming out of the half without Jeremy who was at that time in concussion protocol or evaluation for concussion protocols. Um, and Dame plays the entire third quarter and you could tell them legs, they were cooked. Mm-hmm. He was tired and he even even tired. Brandon, you know, how I know Damian Lillard's truly great, even tired. He still managed to turn the crank that uh, of the rotisserie that he had Dylan Brooks on. Yes, he did. And Just, you quite enjoyed that. Oh God, it was wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful, but here's 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 winning time, man. Do you know what the fourth quarter? Do you know what the final margin was? I actually didn't look at the final margin. No, thirty. But I know that, twenty-two. Yeah, 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 okay, that makes sense because they finished the game on like a seventeen-six mm. run or something like that. And it wasn't just their offense; it was their defense leading to offense. You had runouts, you had secondary breaks, you challenged them to the rim. You the, the Memphis Grizzlies took seven threes in the quarter. That's seven more than they should have taken. Yes. They, yeah, I mean, they, they couldn't have <laughs> shot all night from the perimeter. They shot 24% from three tonight. They were nine of 37. They were sub-50%. I know Portland was sub-50%. They took more field. threes than Portland. Why? Well, that's kind of what I was wondering. I mean, we're, we're doing a live watch party, and I'm sitting here, like, watching Jaron Jackson jack up a three, and I'm thinking, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, we had Trenton Watford guarding him. I mean, Eubanks is a little bigger, and he plays a little bigger than his size because of his athleticism, but I'm still like, they got Drew Eubanks in there, and you've got Jaron Jackson Jr. out here just going, nah, I'm going to crank three. I'm going to settle. you got Desmond Bain two, three feet behind the line, jacking up air ball threes. Like, Portland kind of lulled them into playing exactly how they wanted them to play on offense, and Memphis bid on it. Not only did they cook Dylan Brooks, by the way, who is the clear weak link of that team. and why <laughs> he, he shot them out of the game. He absolutely did. He also had just atrocious defense. He was getting cooked by Ant. He got cooked by Dame a few times. They, they put him in the blender, and they exposed their weaknesses. Um, there's something about these two teams. We were talking about on the live watch party, remembering Ant's game last mm-hmm. year where he went for 40 and they went to overtime, and it was him and Ja going back and forth, and Portland wins. There's just something about this matchup. I doubted it coming in. I didn't think about it. I give Portland a lot of credit, man. I thought what they did defensively tonight 
was perfect. To get Memphis to shoot those shots and still be that cold and continue to do it, it just it, it fell right in their lap, and they took advantage of it, and they got that road win. Yeah, you know, it's always easy to talk about the dog and somebody after a win, um, but the Blazers displayed some dog tonight. Yeah. They, they had to fight. They had to scrap. And I, and I almost wonder if not just Memphis, but like getting up for a team like Memphis, like it, that's just, they need that knowing how, how good Memphis is. And they, you know, jaw probably pissed some guys in that locker room off with the whole, we don't worry to anybody about the West thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if, even if you don't truly believe it, you know, those guys can manufacture all the chips on their shoulder that they, that they want. Right. right? I mean, they, you, you, if you're, you're giving Dame, you know, free money at that point in time. Um, but I mean, you, you take a look at what they did tonight and it wasn't like they're filling up the box score with crazy numbers. It three steals. Like Grizzlies finished with eight. Yeah. You know, it, uh, Portland had five blocks, which that's solid. It's really good. But the difference is it was, I think it was, it was five different players. Mm-hmm. The uh, Grizzlies have seven with six by Jared Jackson Jr. Like when you're talking about the impact defense, it was just that Portland was able to do enough. Grizzlies beat them on the boards 44-41, right? But did you feel like they got beat on the boards? Uh, not in the fourth quarter, no. I, I felt like in the fourth quarter – they were more aggressive rebounding, and I don't. Even, I, you probably have all the numbers in front of you, but it just felt like in the fourth quarter they had tightened it up. It they had it was eleven eleven in the fourth. It felt like Memphis in the third, in the second, had just runs where they were getting rebounds and getting multiple mm-hmm. looks, but it felt like Portland in the second half had shored some of those up. I mean, I I, I think they really took to heart. Also, by the way, I, again, it helps when you're getting a team who is ice cold, continuing to shoot three pointers. And not getting, it felt like when they went on the runs defense or on the glass for Memphis, it felt like it was from their short shots. Whereas, like, you're pushing them out to the perimeter and you're getting some of those shots that's falling right into the defensive hands. I just felt like what they did on the, on the glass in the fourth was, was pretty important. I don't care if it was tied. Being tied with that size against that team, mm-hmm. that almost that feels like a win. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing is that um, the compete stuff was there tonight. You saw it translate. Game plan wise, I liked how they they were going drastically under Jaw, mm-hmm. saying, "Listen, if you're going to shoot, that's fine." Because you look at at tonight's game, it's not like Memphis didn't get to the rim. They had 62 yeah. points in the paint. They got there, mm-hmm. but Portland did enough matching them nearly in fast break points, turning them over and turning them into points. Uh, that was a big one. And not fouling Memphis. Not putting them on the line endlessly. It was, yeah. It was 27 free throws of 28. So you didn't have the disparity. Which, again, um, Ja got 18, Dame got 16. <laughs> yes, they are treated differently. That's how it goes. Well, it it, it also helps, too. It, it, it really does help... Uh, when, when you when you look at what happened in the fourth quarter and you look at the way that they were able to kind of press it, I kind of just felt like what Gary was able to kind of bring them on the defensive end, uh, what Drew was doing defensively. Like, I, I really want to highlight those two guys. Because Josh, really, Josh didn't really have it 
and you know it was a night where you needed it. Josh didn't really have it as much. Nas's minutes are, you know, he's not getting consistent. Shaden didn't feel like he played a whole lot in the second half, and Barry started, but Barry sat pretty quickly. You had really Dame, Ant, Gary, and Drew. I kind of thought in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter, kind of carry you over that finish line. And let's just not overlook this. The obvious, right? It helps when your superstar player goes and does on, superstar shit. Is on a superstar heater right now where every game it feels like a minimum he's getting 40 points. I think he's got two games in like their last 12 or 13. Two that are like sub 30 points. Mm-hmm. Every other game is 38 to 40. One of them was the, was the Philly game too. The Philly game, and that was just they went ice cold. They didn't yeah. make anything. Philly jumped on them early. They made a push, but... Outside of that, this dude is on a heater of heater, and that always helps. This is what he does this time of year. He prepares this way. He trains this way. And that's why when he says, I think we'll go on a bit of a run, or I think we'll figure this out, or I believe in this, like it's so corny because everybody says it. Mm-hmm. I've been around him enough to know that he's it's in his head like he believes it. Yeah, I think people like us, you know, fans, media, yeah. whatever, I think we project like, oh, they could do on, it, or, or even like, hey, sure, you could, but in the back yeah. of your mind, you're like, ah, not really, but right. you could, sure, okay. No, like he, like he manifests. Yes. I'm, and I'm, I don't like that word because it sounds so corny and cringy, but I'm not kidding. He's, he is preternaturally confident. To a level that you just can't, like, fathom. It's it's a it's a confidence that that manifests actual realities, mm-hmm. and it's just something that's just it's when you see it up close, it's 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 both tangible and untangible at the same time. Like you almost feel like you can reach out and touch it, but you know you can't. I don't I don't know, man. It's it's a trip. But it, it it's part of I mean it's it's honestly it's it's one of his talents. Yes. I mean that that guy he he came from Weber State for God's sakes, put himself in the lottery, became a top six pick, and I, I just I think that's part of the reason he's able in years where their team isn't as good, they you don't feel as great about their chances, and maybe they're not a certain level of a contender. It's why he can rise up and get them to the playoffs at least. It's why he can rise up and maybe pull off an upset because he's not going out there half-heartedly saying, Oh no, we can do this. It's like legitimately look around going, no, we can do this. Yeah. And he doesn't question it. I mean, that's, that's what makes guys like him different. And when you talk about all time greats, you talk about Larry, you talk about LeBron, you talk about Jordan, you talk, you know, mention a legend. It's, it's that it's, 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 they have an internal belief that no, I'm the guy. I am him. Mm-hmm. And he operates that way. And I think it's why you've seen, no matter how you feel about this post-Lamarcus run, this era, it's why you've seen largely them able to do what they have done is because the letter O just goes out there and he, he just plays with a lot of FU energy. I'm taking it. And he does a lot of nights. So you've got that bedrock to build on. You see what this team can be capable of. And I'm not saying this this win changes everything, but they're now very likely going to go 2-1 on this trip. 
They should. It's Washington, Chicago. Yes. Like you got a chance to go. I'm hoping for three and zero. I know I'm getting greedy, but, but I'm hoping. Again, my point was always this: you put to, like have a confidence game like this. Like I, I didn't think they were going to win tonight. I didn't either. Uh, but I, close. but I genuinely thought that this would be a competitive game. Just knowing where Dame is, mind is at, and to be honest, where Ant's been at lately. Um. Kind of, I want to go step back for a split second, though. You, I think you got to feel what this this team is when they can play without Yusuf Nurkic. We saw it stylistically. <laughs> yes, yeah. the small ball concept was not great, particularly against this Memphis team. No. But <laughs> you saw what, how much faster they played, mm-hmm. how much more space there was to work with offensively. Yeah. You saw Drew on a run out. That's your center closing out on a three-point shooter, continuing a run out. And then Statue of Liberty on who is likely the defensive player of the year mm-hmm. to steal a game. Yeah. There were holes. Like, that's a real thing. But um, we talked about it during the watch party. Kevin O'Connor of the Ringer had a, a piece on the Blazers. And the, his one of his biggest criticisms was, was Nurkic and his recent play and getting away from that. Like I, it's not perfect, but I think what you saw tonight, out of necessity, was more of what Portland wants to do: switching, aggressive, gambling, even at times, disruptive defense that can try to compensate for their lack of size, but they can a- attack with their their quickness. I think if you, I think if you saw it with Drew. The thing we've talked about a lot on the pod is the rim running big. Yep. And I'm watching Drew during this game, and all I'm thinking about is, imagine if Drew was seven foot. <laughs> you know, he, like he would be Jakob Pertle. I mean, yeah, he would be, and he's not. But like, you give him a lot of credit for what he does when he can do it, and to do to step in tonight, man. Like they had to sit him because he got into some foul trouble. He still came in there, and he did exactly what they needed. The other part about having a Drew, a rim-running big, a guy that's a little, you know, a little smaller frame, but wiry and athletic. What did we see in the fourth quarter? Even if you give up he- uh, a penetration, even if your person gets by, we saw from him and Gary I, the recovery time defensively. Mm-hmm. It's like you get past Nurk, that's a done deal. That's a yeah. wrap. Nurk is not coming back and recovering off that. Whereas, like, if it's somebody like Drew or Jeremy or or, or Jerry, Gary or right. hell, even Trendon, just somebody, just they they more get mobile. back in the play yeah. and and they contest and they either create a miss with their contest or they're pinning that off the backboard. And it's it's just it's it's a better look for them. It's a it's a it just I feel like it almost leads into their offense when they have guys like that that who may get beat but can recover pretty quickly. So, you know, the, the Nurkic stuff is out there. KOC, you know, sizzled him, skewered him. Uh, the rumor stuff is out there. I, I hope he's not hurt, though, in all seriousness. Yes. He, he, that didn't look good, limping no. the way he did. But it, I, it, I just, I just sent a request in to see if we can get an update. Uh, so I'm, it, I'm trying it, to find it, out. It appears to be done with him here. I think that's obvious. And you just hope that they can go get the right piece to come back and maybe continue what they're doing with with a slightly better player. 
Yeah. And I think that's just, it's, it's more about proof of concept more than anything else. Um, just kind of running through things here for, for anybody who's kind of late arriving, uh, doesn't really play on the podcast version, but oh well. Uh, <laughs> Monster Knight from Dame. Yeah. Monster second half from Ant. Monster, Monster f- second half from Ant. Monster first half from Jeremy Grant before he goes out. Mm-hmm. Drew Eubank steps in. He finished with 11, 11, and 3. Drew? Yeah. Good for him. 11, 11, and 3. Knocked down his free throw on the end one. Um, you had five fouls. Got his money's worth. Um, there was a big, it was a big role player night, man. Yeah. Drew, Huge. Drew stepping in as a role player. Trendon coming out, um, few points here, block shot there, couple assists, couple rebounds. I think you saw what, like the idea of Trendon knocks down the three, uh, at the end of the clock on the possession. I think was huge as far as like separating the game. Um, but I think that was kind of what we were hoping or expecting from Trendon. Yeah. Like the, getting out there and being able to do that was kind of the discussion. Uh, the question I, I would ask if I were there was why Nas only got 14 minutes. That's continuing to be something to monitor. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I'm sure you're going to see Chauncey when he gets back from the road trip. I Maybe somebody on the road trip will ask, but I'm kind of wondering that. I, I know he had some moments tonight where – uh, you know, a little stagnant at a turnover, but like for the most part, I think some of that is just like, Hey, I got to play. Mm-hmm. You can't just ask me to play six minutes randomly and I'm going to produce. Um, I've liked what I've seen from him so far. And when you, when you look at who they're putting out there, I'm kind of just like, we were talking about this on the live watch. I'm, I'm just out loud going, Nas can't get any minutes right here. We don't, we don't, we don't little, want that little, guy. little nibble or something. Yeah, we don't, we don't want that guy. Yeah. Uh, he plays bigger than what his height is. He's he's actually physically wider and stronger. Energy guy, brings the and, juice. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to single-handedly win you a game, but it feels like somebody that you kind of want in the rotation, especially on a night like this. You give him the credit for winning, but going forward, if you're in other games like this, you kind of need guys like Nas to, to play a little more. Um, I, I want to kind of call everything out here because did you see what Josh Hart's line ended up looking like? I I did not see his final line. Zero points. Yeah. One turnover. No blocks. Uh-huh. Two fouls. Two assists. Two rebounds. Over four from the field. Yeah, he. It was the least impactful Josh Hart game in Portland. You won at Memphis with zero Nurk, Jeremy getting hurt and not playing, and uh-huh. Josh Hart having probably his worst statistical game in his Portland career. Weird ass game. Like, let that resonate. Yeah. Not only that, that speaks, I think, to the greatness of Dame and also how amazing Ant was in the second half. Yeah. Um, Simons finishes with 26, uh, 4 and 2. Uh, got in foul trouble. First half, Ant was looking okay. Uh, had eight points, three assists. I was, he had, had the three fouls, so he picked up some foul trouble early on. He only what he play, played 16 minutes. Normally, he's going to play about 20 there. Uh, but the second half, man, uh, particularly the fourth quarter, he went nuts. Second half, he has 18 on 7 of 10. Yeah. Uh, if you look at his fourth quarter numbers, uh, 14 in the quarter, uh, two rebounds and assists, 5 of 8 in the quarter, 3 of 3 at the free throw line. I think you can agree that he just – he has these moments and then he has games where you kind of scratch your head. I think mm-hmm. you can agree, though, when he is – 
when he knows definitively what he's going to do, mm-hmm. it's productive. It's the it, uh, it's the next level stuff that Dame talks about. Yes, being able to kind of uh, dictate and toy with a defense, and when Simons gets in those groups, yep. And the big question is, that's consistency. He he doesn't need to be. I mean, if he's going to be the guy, guy, yes, he needs to be a superstar. But the consistency needs to improve on the decision-making, the process. Because when it's there, like tonight, mm-hmm. it was there. I mean, he, was it, three straight possessions, bucket, free throws, buckets, mm-hmm. uh, twice on Dylan Brooks, and then the third one on Jaron Jackson. I mean, that's, you know, that's big marbles. That's what you need. That's what yes. you need your number two to do in a moment like that where you're short-handed and you don't have a lot of, uh, cr- you know, shot creators out there, and they didn't. And, and you're not hopping in Dame's backpack. You're putting your arm around him, helping him carry it. And yeah, that was, you know he's getting that's his, the thi- you're going to help. And that's the thing that they've been missing this season. Yeah. Is it's not, hey, your turn, my turn. It's let's close this shit out together. Yes. This is the first game I think probably this season where I felt like they closed it together. Ant had the hook for the win against Fe- or, or overtime against Phoenix. And uh, Josh has knocked out a game winner and Jeremy's had game winners, all that stuff. But it, it's felt like 80% Dame in a quarter. And then uh, like the other night against Atlanta, Dame has yeah. the monster fourth quarter. Ant has the monster moment knocking down he gets the three. The bucket. Yeah. Like that's what it's felt like has been there tonight. I genuinely felt like, Dame and Ant were working together mm-hmm. in a chorus that was like, okay, I can see what's going on here. I can see what, like, when, because when Ant was cooking in that that stretch, it wasn't because Dame was off the floor. Dame was on the floor with him, but, like, the, you're going to overload Dame, okay, but now your best defender's on Ant. Let's see, Ant's in a little bit of a groove. Sometimes you have to challenge the the defense and, and, and not just make the simple play. Like, that's, that kind of thing. Tonight, and I'm overblowing this this one game because it's the first time I think I've really seen it this season, where it well, felt it was, like it was it, in concert. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, overblowing. I mean, that's that's their best win of the year, and and what you're talking about is, I mean, we saw that a lot with Damon CJ over the years, man. That yes, was like the first knowing night. how to work it. Yeah, like nights, some nights, you know, CJ would have it, Dame would, okay, go get it, or Dame would have it, but they also had a lot of nights where they were both doing it, mm-hmm. taking turns, not in the sense of like, well, I just got it. Now it's yours. It's like, dame, dame, dame. And then in the natural flow of it, ant, 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 dame, ant, ant, dame. Like they just felt like, it felt like ant really for the first time maybe of the season. And the first time in this rendition of the team felt like he found the comfort zone. It was the, it's, you know, they locked up. What's that movie? Uh, Pacific Rim. They get all their their, their wavelengths oh, all, all in the all same. The, all the robots. Come yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like, Rangers. oh no, no, not, not that. No, they're the the pilots get on the same like brain scan because they have like oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah. like like they're simpatico or something. But like that's what I'm talking about. And Damon CJ worked that for years. That's why it looks so good and regular, and we took it for granted. This was probably the first night where like. Dame and Ant were on the same wavelength. It wasn't 
Ant hesitate because Ant's or Dame's never going to hesitate. It's going to be Ant that's hesitating, or whether it's with the ball or with a decision or trying to figure something out. Yeah. To Dame, it's 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 everything Zen. Right. Like he he knows what's happening. Yeah. So they're they're somebody in the chat got it. It's drift compatible. That was what it was. <laughs> um, but tonight you could see that and it never felt forced. That's that that's that's the big thing for me to take away from I, this game. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's probably mine too. Can they carry it over? I think that's that's to me the challenge with Chicago and Washington, or I forget the order, Washington, Chicago, whatever that order is. Can they? Can did, what did Ant learn from tonight about feeling comfortable and feeling like, yo, this is he knows when it's his time versus letting the natural flow of things and it's Dame here and maybe it's me on the next one. Like there was just no pressing. And I think what you want to see from a young player, especially one that you've kind of elevated to this, to this level, the way they have with Ant, you want to see him learn. You want to see like, what is the league teaching him? What is a game? Mm -hmm. What is a moment teaching him to carry it over and maybe make this a more regular thing where I'm telling you right now, man, if, if this is what we get, and that's a big if, but if mm -hmm. this is what we get, that's a playoff team. Yeah. That's a team that gets either to the play-in or squeaks in at the bottom. Like, whatever the scenario is, where they are right now is not good enough. If that, if Ant can figure that out, and barring ice-cold nights where they just can't hit a shot, that team's going to win more games than you think, mm -hmm. and that's a playoff team. Because we saw it already. It's a tried-and-true formula that at least got you to the postseason yes. with Dave and, and CJ. Can Ant figure that out? To tonight, did he go, and that felt great, and then my spot here, and, and you mentioned the last four or five games, it feels like he's getting more comfortable with it. I want to see him continue the consistency with it. That's the next step. Yeah, and I think when you see it, when you see a game like this, this is the thing when you go watch the tape, especially after a win, hey, do you see what that felt like? Do you see, like, what was it that got you to that level? Was it, you know, did we get you a few plays uh, some pet plays early on that kind of made you more comfortable? Was it, you know, just being more familiar with the matchup and how they were going to handle you? Like, the, the knowing those things and being able to implement them so that you can get to that space mentally sooner, better, more efficiently, I think that's that's something that that they can build on here. Yeah. Um, this was a super weird night, but what we I definitely wanted before we get out of here, um, Eubanks played his ass off. I mean, yep. I, I didn't want it to be about just poo on Nurk here. 11-11-3 um, doesn't sound like much, but when you're out there, when you're when you're a backup like him, I don't think you're you're not expected to go out there and compete with Jaron Jackson Jr. for you know twenty minutes of your shift. And he went out there and did that, and that's he's not going to do that every night. But this also no. isn't the first time that we've seen him do this. No. You you look at where where they would be tonight without him is ugh. that's nasty. Has so, Reynolds retired his jersey yet? Because I feel like they need to do that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no. When, when they get back from the road trip, they definitely need to make that happen. Um, but again, big shout out to Eubanks uh, for a hell of a night. Uh, the role players playing incredibly well. Peyton's line was weird as hell. Uh, Seven points, five fouls, four rebounds. Also a block shot. Um, 
but he had that immense chase down block to kind of seal everything. Um, made life hell on Jaw. Yeah. Uh, Jaw Jaw actually had his triple double stripped away by the scorekeepers yeah. post game. They took a rebound away. Yep. Uh, so Jaw so, finishes with 32, 12, and nine um, on eight of sixteen. But like Lillard, got to the free throw line eighteen times. Yeah. I mean, some boneheaded plays in there, but like again, I I can't nitpick them too much, man. They were they, this was the most shorthanded game they had, and they effing won it against Memphis. Like, huge. I can't I can't criticize too much when you're shorthanded like that. Guys are gonna make mistakes. They're not gonna be perfect, but they executed offensively. And I thought when it like when it was nut up time, I, I thought what they were doing defensively was good. They were forcing the Grizzlies into bad shots. Uh, Memphis, even when they would finally get the ball down low, they they were they were a little physical with them. Those weren't easy little putback no. around jump hooks for Jaron Jackson Jr. or Brandon Clark. That's why I thought I, I thought I thought you saw them miss those shots. I thought what Portland was doing pressure wise defensively down in the paint when Memphis was down there was it, as important. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, hundred percent. Um, we'll get out of here on this again. Thank you all for being here. We appreciate you. I love you. Like, rate, review, subscribe, uh, do all the things. Uh, we will have the next, uh, watch party. Uh, but today's what Friday. Yeah. Friday. Friday. Uh, so it'll be Friday and again, it'll be early, you know, the whole East coast road trip. So get in there early. Uh, and again, all of these will be open, uh, until, uh, the trade deadline. Uh, beyond that, thank you guys so, so, so very much. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, best one of the season, hands down, no doubt about it. Um, we'll catch you guys for the live watch party, and uh, maybe we'll have another uh, after dark then too, just because these these are so much easier to do when it's not oh 9.30 at night, so <laughs> or midnight for me. Yeah, I was going to uh, say for you at home games, it's like midnight. <laughs> Uh, again, thank you guys so very much. We appreciate you. You can find us on social media at Danny Bring, at Jack Dramsey's, at Brandon Sprague. Email the show, jackdramsey's at gmail.com. You catch Brandon and I at 1080 The Fan, uh, 6 to 9 and noon to 3. Uh, other than that, uh, take care, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful night. Uh, we'll talk soon. Bye. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.